I'm I, don't, I don't have anything. I don't. There's nothing good about me to say. Red shirt with gray sleeves. Red shirt with gray sleeves. Clock in the background because you know I care about that time. Rolly, yeah, yeah. Rolly on my fucking wrist. Damn, you got timepiece on the wall. <laughs> timepiece on the dash. If I if I had five thousand dollars to blow, I would absolutely buy that um that Domino's Rolex. You ever seen that? <laughs> I'm about to. There was a yeah. there's a Domino's Rolex they made and they gave it out to like branch managers who upped sales. Um, so it's a collector's. It's actually, it's actually pretty wet. It's like the it's presidential Rolly with cool. the uh, <laughs> just the like the Domino's logo on it. That's amazing. Five thousand dollars. <sighs> Vintage Rolex okay. Air. All right, should we start? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do it. Start. All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the second episode of the postgraduate series of fake flowers that nobody asked for, but we're doing it anyway. Uh, I'm Karina Abbott. I'm uh, sitting in my flat in North London. Uh, we've got Hank Zimmerman, who is having a really excellent morning on a sunny day in Northern Colorado. We've got uh, Connor Callahan, former baby, future corpse. <laughs> and uh, last but not least, we've got Jason Derulo, recently found out if you die in a Tesla, you die in real life. <laughs> Thank you all for being here. So what's everybody been listening to lately? Give me, give me one song or album or piece of music that you've been enjoying. Um, I think I shared it in our group chat, but I've been really into that crying album, the Over the Fleeting Gales. And yes. then also, also just a random song that I haven't been able to stop listening to is a uh, whole lot of choppas. That, that Sada Baby song, you know, they want to see me do my dance. <laughs> the song's good. Hey, new Lil Uzi Vert and Future out. Oh, I haven't the, checked that out. The music video is just like Uzi Vert and like the fucking Safari with a like spray painted hatchet <laughs> classic easy got nose rings in it's a good album it sounds good hank what do you got um well this morning uh i was running some errands and doing some stuff and i was listening to a live santana record live at fillmore excellent even if you're not just big into like guitar music like santana fucks big time um, absolutely oh fucks. my god soul sacrifice if you're gonna listen to one track on that that uh live cut Listen to Soul Sacrifice. Dude goes insane. He's so good. Um, anyways, check out Santana. Ooh, okay. Sorry. Sorry to jump in again. I thought of another one. I've been really into that uh, Chet Baker Sings album from the 50s. Do you remember mm -hmm. that one? That's I was there chill. when it came out. Were you? No. <laughs> <Same>. <laughs> Honestly, Origami Angel, when I visited Hank out in yeah. the mountain, mountain range. Yeah, dude. Origami Angel slaps. I randomly started listening to them too off of that recommendation. And then I found out, you know, Hank's got a story with them. Yeah. When I, uh, when I lived in Kentucky, the place I live, um, like right around the corner, there was kind of a sort of a dive bar punk DIY spot, pretty cool called mag bar. Um, and I was like looking at the shows they had that year, son of a bitch origami angel coming through there, uh, in that small three month window, I was there. So they came through, and I let them stay at the place I was staying at. Um, and that was it. They were cool dudes. The whole game. Their merch person, also very cool. Did you guess? We did not. <laughs> that sucks. Um, Next but time. they absolutely fucking crushed the fucking show. And there was like eight people there. Me and three of my boys who I brought, 
to you know yeah to support origami angel and then you know scattered but incredible live go see him live after the pandemic the gc hymns album by a band i recently interviewed um from nottingham called soft girls and boys club and it's very good uh psych rock music if you want to check it out you have to take acid in order to listen to it like, yeah that's it won't play on spotify otherwise you don't get the full effect yeah no they were really nice and it's actually it's actually a really good album it's very long it's like 18 tracks long um we've got dune on here we also can skip over that because i don't think connor and jason have been reading dune <laughs> i just want to talk about timothy chalamet <laughs> my, my little timmy tim my little timmy boy timmy Shay. we could i do have a dune game that i have for this exact scenario where karina and i have read it but connor and jason at least i don't know if they have read it but probably not recently um so maybe we start off with a little game here diving in i like it okay so <clears throat> uh here's how it's going to work jason and connor are going to be playing against each other right and uh, what's going to happen is I'm going to give you a term from the book. It's a sci-fi book. It's a classic sci-fi book for anyone in the audience who's never heard it, uh, heard about it. And it's uh, some interesting names. None of them are the names of places or people. So you don't have to worry about those. But we're going to read them. You're going to guess them, whatever you think that means. And then Karina, knowing those terms, is going to judge you guys kind of apples to apple style based on your answer and she'll award a point. Those Dude, I don't even know if I'm gonna know what these things are. <laughs> Wait, so it's not a play, it's not a place or a person, but right. the word can be anything but but those two. Um, but there's five, uh, so we should have an even break here of points. And you know, Karina, basically, it's just if you think Connor's answer is funnier, or if you think Jason's answer is closer, you you get to decide the rubric. All right, so first word here, melange. Melange. I, uh, yeah, that's, um, Beyonce's sister. Melange, <laughs> I think, that's, that's a person, dude. I feel like Melange is, like, if you were taking a shit and you had a bidet on you and, like, the act of the water hitting your ass like cleaning off your butt would be Melange, Melanging. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, Karina, um, I'll let you award the point and then I'll read the definition. And actually, I have my copy of Dune here with me. So I'll read the definition from the uh, little dictionary here at the, at the top. I hope that bidet's in, in Dune. First of all, I would like to say both answers, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. um, but I am going to have to go with uh, Jason's definition of, of melange. Well, right. Connor got DQ'd because he said it was a person, so. Yeah, that's true. Right. <laughs> yeah, I think he shot himself in the foot. Um, okay, so what melange really is, um, is the spice of spices, the crop for which Arrakis is the unique source. Anyways, I'm just going to explain it. Basically, the whole universe revolves around this drug that everyone takes that makes them live like twice as long. It uh, runs the universe. He who controls the spice controls the world. Um, so anyways, that's what the spice is. It gives people blue eyes, but it's basically like cinnamon, and it also Ooh. turns your lips kind of purple-blue, and it never tastes the same twice. And once you start taking it, if you stop taking it, you'll die. Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. So I want what they're having. Pretty spicy. Um, okay. Number two here. Bene Gesserit. Bene Gesserit. Two words, one thing. Bene Gesserit. <clears throat> I feel like that sounds like a 
maybe like a Vetement, like some kind of weird street wear. <laughs> like, oh, you got your Bene Gesserit on? Like, you're cool. It's like Air, it's like Air Jordans, you know? The Jordan line comes out. Oh, yo, you got your Bene Gesserits on, dude. Like, you're looking you're looking fresh as fuck. Yeah, um, I'm going to take a different route. Uh, the name makes me think of, like, the the Louisiana beignets, the, the fried dough snack. So I'm thinking it's uh, probably something to do with that. It's sort of like a pastry of sorts that you eat in the dunes. Damn, that's probably way more accurate. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, I love just having all the power. It really, it really uh, boosts my confidence here. Um, yeah, you I'm get gonna... Bene Gesserit's on. <laughs> You're feeling good. Those are both so good. Bad. I don't know. <laughs> that's like that's like a 50-50 split. It's so good. You got your Bene on? You got your <laughs> I'm, I'm wearing my bene, eating my bene. <laughs> the um, Jesuit is like the the powdered sugar you put on it too, I think. Yeah. It's, like a, it's a powdered sugar pastry. I don't know, man. <laughs> yeah, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Those are both so good. I don't know. Maybe give a definition first. And then I'll decide. Oh. Okay, definition first. So the Bene Jesuit or Bene Jesuit is basically this organization of women who are like hyper intelligent and they do all this really intense training and they're basically like proctors of the strain of human purity. I don't know, it's kind of complicated. I haven't finished the book, but long story short, it's like a group of like super women and they train other super women. That's the Bene Gesserit. And actually I'll give you this since you guys have seen the trailer um, for the upcoming Timothy Chalamet joint, that's Timothy's mom. She is one of these Bene Gesserit. Nice. Wow. I'm going to that one to Connor with the beignets. Yeah, yeah. Beignets with a little bit of Jesuit on the top. Yep. I was appealing to your uh, your Southern heritage. Smart move, Connor. <laughs> Floridians. Floridians. The powerhouse of the cell. <laughs> the powerhouse of the cell? <laughs> like mitochondria? Yes. <laughs> um, okay. All right. Next term here. Just three more. Um, Gam Jabbar. Gam Jabbar. Again, one thing. Oh, you're Gam Jabbar. Um, Gam Jabbar. Connor, you start first with this one. I gotta think about this. Gam Jabbar is definitely a holiday mm. where um, you you can't use the post office because it's a bank holiday, man. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> it's a new one, you know, like. Um, yeah, I feel like Gam Jabbar is like a sport that they play. Like mm-hmm. they get cracked out, they smoke their fucking blue weed, get high, their lips are fucking blood red, getting trogged up, knuckles white. They fucking ride these big ass worm fucking looking sand ass creatures <laughs> riding around with tiny ass ball. These little fucking worms have this tiny ass ball they have to fucking pick up with their mouth that they're riding on, throw it in the other hoop, Gam Jabbar. And this is the game of Gam Jabbar. And this is the game of Gam Jabbar, <laughs> exactly. So what would you rather do, a really cool sport or have like a bureaucratic nightmare at the post office? You can't send a letter because of this Gam Jabbar shit going on. <laughs> Why do we even celebrate, people ask. I don't the know true meaning of Gam Jabbar has been lost. <laughs> Today's generation just doesn't know. Um, all right. I'm, again, phenomenal answers. So, so good. 
<laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna give that one to uh, to Jason. Mm. It's so sad. Yeah, it's so sad. Pour one out. Um, well, I do like the game though. That is very funny. I also like that you referenced the sandworms. If Thank I you. were if I were gonna reward, I like they that. Do, they do drug testing, so you you can't. Um... You can't be smoking anything else besides the blue crack that they smell. No, they so. drug test to make sure you're taking the crack. To make sure you are that. taking the crack, but only that. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. are there some PEDs in there? Yeah, you can't compete, man. We we play pure. Exactly. Um, so the Gamja Bar is this tool that's used by the Bene Gesserit, which I mentioned is those like super smart women, that organization of super smart women. Um, and you basically put your hand in it and it, makes you feel the it you can't even fathom how much pain it causes you to feel and it's kind of a test and if you pass the test you kind of get access to their training but basically it's a good sign in their eyes in their organization if you can pass this grueling pain hand in the box thing um it tests your humanity your mental fortitude and all that stuff is it like stepping on Legos or something? Like they, it feels like you're just stepping it's on exactly Legos. Exactly like stepping on Legos. Yeah. <laughs> is that how they describe the book? Yeah. Frank Herbert's like, if you've ever stepped on a Lego, <laughs> thirty times worse. And you're like, yeah. To prepare I, I for the scene in the like movie, that. they had Timothy Chalamet walk across a whole room with Legos to really get like in the mindset of the scene. That's fucking yeah. Weird. I shouldn't do that. It's got to be. Well, you know, a work hazard. Is that an OSHA violation to make an employee do that? <laughs> and they they make it make him eat a bunch of blue freezies so so he could get into character with his with his blue blue lips and eyes and shit. And the yeah, and the brain freeze. And the in the brain freeze also caused pain while stepping on Legos, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Suffer for the craft, you know. <laughs> um okay, we'll move on. we we'll we'll keep the pace going here. Uh next term. Shy halud. Shy halud. And I'll give you a hint. This is act, this name is also the name of a pretty sick ass metalcore band from Florida, Shy Halud. Um, I'm gonna guess then if it's like a metalcore band, Shy Halud is like a an execution device, probably. Mm. I, I bet it kills people. Shy Halud. <clears throat> I feel like it's just a really hardcore instrument <laughs> based on the metalcore band. I don't know what it is. It, it's probably just like three barbed wire strings tied to a post and cut up your little little tootsies when you're playing it you play with your feet actually that's what it is you you bring your toots up above your head and then you just start strumming it like that barbed wire strings <laughs> yeah it's barbed wire strings though but but if you can get past the lego stepping test then you can play the, sh the shy halud oh yeah well karina what say you honor <laughs> yeah Ooh, dead <laughs> yeah. going into the final one here. I'm the winner. You know what that means? Bring Jason to the Shy Halud. <laughs> no, <laughs> off with his feet or whatever. I'm gonna ride my giant ass worm away. He'll never be able to play his Shy Halud. <laughs> um, okay, so the Shy Halud are basically the sandworms. That's the local oh. language term for them. Um, you've seen them. You know them. You love them. They terrify the people of the planet of Arrakis. Uh, yeah, those are the Shy Halud. Wait, what is the planet called? Arrakis. That's hilarious because I I do remember that Dune is just an allegory for like the Middle East and fuel and stuff. Yeah. Totally, totally. Yeah. It's super interesting stuff. Huh. Uh, and cool. written in 1965, so Frank Herbert kind of like ahead of his time with some of that right. stuff. Yeah. Um, also kind of a commentary on like fiefdoms and fiefs and ruling structures and class, but huh. 
anyways. Um, okay, final term here. And I've actually got a bonus one, but the bonus one will be quick. But number five, Sard Aukar. Sardokar. Sardokar. And that's the one I couldn't tell you if I'm pronouncing right or not. That's a total mystery to me. I'm trying to wrap in everything we learned here. Stick your hand in a box, step on Legos, giant ass worms, okay? Smoke and crack, smoke and blue crack, okay? They need entertainment now. You're high, you love playing video games. You smoke some weed, you take a tab of acid, you play video games, okay? It's gotta be some type of game, another game. Non-physical, because we already just, we already declared the worm game. It's gotta be like maybe a mix of, uh, it's probably better than the PS5 and new Xbox, what is it, Xbox S? It's like a, a PS6. Yeah, it's probably just a game. Um, yeah, I think really what that comes down to is um, if you've ever been to the dentist, there's that little curved pointy thing that they get in between your gums with. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, so in this world, you know, obviously you're smoking a lot of that blue crack. You got to mm. wedge those crystals out with your started car. <laughs> mm. Go to the dentist. He's poking around in there. Oops! I poked you a little too hard. A little bleeding gum. Should have flossed more, bitch. You know? <laughs> yeah. You should have started a card in the morning and afternoon, and yeah. then at night again. Yeah. So no, that's definitely that curvy little piece that looks like a medieval torture tool, but just for cleaning teeth. <laughs> Love it. Um, I'm gonna give that one to Connor. So that means he wins. Aw. Beautiful. Yeah. Sorry. GG. <laughs> GG. <laughs> i'm excited about dude now yeah um, i actually dude want to read the book really good now. um yeah all right well that was the game connor <laughs> congratulations yeah yeah i just want to thank my fans um i'm not giving a concession speech <laughs> <laughs> we'll be hearing about it for weeks <laughs> all right what song would you want played at your funeral mm. Karina, you got to start with that one. This is, yeah, this is gonna be this is tougher than I thought. You're locking in something pretty heavy here. Like what's the <laughs> one song that everyone will remember of you? Because you, you're choosing the memory for them. You can make that memory whatever you want. That's yeah. a lot of pressure. That's worse than like Desert Island. I'll take the same five songs. That's fine. I'll listen to those for the rest of my life. But the legacy song. I think yeah. um, it would be. Personally, I want my funeral to be kind of a party for the people that show up. Totally. Um, so I think I'd want like a mariachi band. Project X remix, Kid Cudi. <laughs> 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 oh Everyone's crying. <laughs> Dude, that'd be sick. What's the saddest song you think of? That's what I'd want. <laughs> mm. Like landslide, Fleetwood Mac, yeah, but like landslide. Oh, uh, land, land, landslide's also a crowd pleaser. So it it's is like a crowd sad, pleaser, and people are like, "Wow, wow, yeah." People would cry to that one. I think that'd be good. Mm -hmm. Can I steal that if I die before you guys? <laughs> yeah, I'll make sure to download it and play at your funeral. Cool, cool, cool. Hank, um, what would you do? Or Karina? I'm gonna pick "When You Die" by MGMT. Oh wow, that's a good one. Because you know, it's just kind of like cheeky. It's like go fuck yourself. I'm yeah. not that nice. So, you know, just people like, I'm not, I'm not perfect. Don't, when you think about me, don't think about all the good stuff. Here I am. Mm. Here's an MGMT track that isn't electric feel. That's so real. <laughs> Remember me for my depth. I like it. Um, I would go with the 
Michael Sarah Palin cover of Cheryl Crow's "If It Makes You Happy." Whoa! Great choice. Every time. Damn, I've never heard that. I gotta listen to that shit. And honestly, just go back and listen to some Cheryl Crow. Like, mm-hmm. love yeah, good stuff, man. Look up the sun. Steve McQueen. Karina knows. I know Karina was listening to Cheryl Crow like the same time I was listening to Cheryl Crow. She's <laughs> worlds apart. Yep. There was oh, also ditto. a lot of like country pop, like in the early 2000s. Not like yeah. country pop the way it is today, but like pop artists who were like country, mm-hmm. like Shania Very Twain and all them. Oh yeah. yeah. That don't impress me much. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh. Ditto. Thank you would be pretty good. Then you get everyone rapping like Eminem lyrics over it <laughs> in between. You know, put on a good vibe. Everyone be in their head, taking their mind off the the, the dead Ooh. person in front of them. Good choices. Um, what mystery are you obsessed with and want an answer? Amelia Earhart. I'm still just curious. Yeah. Yeah. I'm still just curious, yeah. Ooh, that might be mine. Or the Lindbergh baby. Oh, the Lindbergh baby. (laughs) Isn't that what it is? The baby that got kidnapped? That might not be the right name. Hmm. It sounds interesting. No, I'm, I'm not saying that, like, I, like, You've mistaken it for something else. I'm saying that like I'm in pure amazement. That sounds fascinating. That's right. Yeah. Lindbergh, twenty uh, month year old son was abducted from its crib hmm. in like nineteen thirty-two. And they'd never found out like what happened to it. It, the child. The child he, would be really old by now. Yeah. What about, what about uh, a little local one, Johnny Got or wait, not Johnny Gosh. Wait. Yeah, no, that's Johnny right. Gosh. It's Johnny from Des Moines. Gosh. Yep. Yeah, they got stolen. And like the mom says that he came back way later and knocked on the door and was like, hey, it's me. I'm okay. But he got abducted like right when like child sex trafficking parents, started up. That was like the, the uh, you know, the story they like told us. You know, don't talk to strangers. Yeah. Growing up in Iowa. No one knows. No one really knows where he went. Connor, you got one? Not really. <laughs> Where, where's your iPhone? <laughs> Where'd, you, where'd you leave your iPhone? <laughs> Greatest mystery. <laughs> I've been called it. I can't fucking find it. Where iPod? <laughs> Where iPod? Yeah, man. Uh, there's probably some mysteries, but um, maybe I'm just not an inquisitive soul. I feel like Amelia Earhart probably crashed into the ocean. Oh, no doubt, yeah. but I just want to know that for sure. Oh, yeah, you'd like, you want to know. There's a lot of conspiracy theories around that, though. She, like, landed on an island and started a colony or something. Yeah. Yeah, and that's what's so fascinating about those stories is, like, because we don't know, it lets people speculate like that, and then the yeah. stories get out. Like, all that D.B. Cooper stuff or any sort of those American people, those legends, who the hell knows? Wait, she okay. started a colony on an island? Wasn't it just her in the airplane? <laughs> Did she find uh the airplane was a Tesla, so she plugged <laughs> the Tesla. If you die on an airplane, you die in real life. Yeah. And the tribe was in her mind. She oh, was just oh. sitting in like a, a life of pie situation. Yeah. Her body aging, but her mind always on that island. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so That's I sad. wanna know who killed Biggie and Tupac. And also oh, I think yeah. Sam Cook was murdered. Um, but it looked like just a death. That's another one I was curious about. Something I don't know that about. one. Sam Cook. Yeah. Um, um, also, Michael Jordan's dad mysteriously, right. like, murdered. Yeah. That shit was whack. 
yeah. oh my god i didn't know about that until i heard about it on the uh, my favorite murder podcast they did that mm. one mm. yeah they just find one of the wild people. story did they i think did they found they? one person yeah they found one person and he went to jail they didn't give him the death sentence but wow you're right they did it. suspect found guilty may 2020 no shit oh uh, it's probably just because of shit. um the last dance everyone started uh yeah caring about that again mm-hmm. yeah it was kind of um, cool because that happened to andre the giant hbo did like a big andre the giant documentary and so it seemed like for like two months everyone was fucking with andre the giant and now no one talks about him again it's fucked up andre the giant's yeah. awesome in the princess bride so sick oh dude, yeah he's awesome in that movie yeah yeah love princess bride what well, do you spot for hank other than chicken and rice <laughs> Other than chicken and rice, um, honestly, when I can wake up on the weekends kind of early, like I normally do during the week, and then take my time doing a nice pour over cup of coffee, stand out on my balcony, even if it's cold, and just sit. I don't know, maybe it's like a dad thing to do, but goddamn, just like nowhere to be, nothing on your mind, not even listening to anything, no headphones in, just listen to hustle and bustle of the parking lot. Absolutely. Creamy. I love that. You know what I'm low-key a slut for? <laughs> you what? know those little you know those little fucking sugar decorations that go on cupcakes and shit? Oh, like the preformed those... ones? Wait. <laughs> yes. Like it's like A B C D if it gives you alphabet or it gives you a set of numbers and shit. That's yeah. Interesting. I, I, used to, dude. I used to eat that shit, dude. And but you're into that. You're into that sort of thing. That's what I'm into. Okay. Hey, rock and roll. Um, Someone's gotta eat them. I haven't Not had one in a while, but as a kid, dude, I would just be like I gotta fucking get me one of these, like little middle school skateboarder kid, and just get a fucking monster and a little fucking cupcake. <laughs> like just rip him off the paper. Someone have a fucking paper on that shit. Just uh, eat it. That's like I, the kind of thing you buy when you first learn, like, oh, I'm old enough to just buy things now. Like when I have a couple dollars, oh, I can buy like what I want. Fifty cents, yeah, fifty cents. Well, that's what I'm saying. Buy. So you're like, oh, I love those. Why don't I just go and buy those whenever I want? <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. Yeah, I'm fucked up. All right. I always wondered who ate those, and now I know. That's right. <laughs> They're flying off the shelf. Um, I'm definitely a slut for any type of cooking show or YouTube channel that involves cooking. You have my attention just by saying, like, they make food on camera. I'll, I'll watch it. I started watching this one called Midnight Diner. It's like this uh, like Japanese kind of, like, drama soap opera type show almost. Not soap opera, but... Um, it's basically this guy owns a diner that's open from midnight to 7 a.m. Yeah. And he makes like one soup and then you can request something. And if he has the ingredients for it, he'll make it for you. And it's just like the story of all the people that come into the diner. It's so good. I you like that channel. Um, you suck at cooking. That's my favorite cooking channel. Ooh, I do like that one. Um, Binging with Babbage is an obvious one. And then yeah. uh, like Internet Shaquille. I really like his videos definitely check those out they're like two minutes each and he's got really good just like cooking advice instead of like full recipes all the time and that deep yeah. food porn shit dude oh yeah yeah <laughs> homegrown There's... simpson shit homegrown simpsons shit dude have you have you ever seen um jay kenzie jay kenji lopez alt the guy that oh, yeah, straps dude. that gopro on his forehead and then like cooks things in the middle dude, of the night food legend modern food legend so good what do you slide for karina what are you um, a dirty whore for? <laughs> like Necco wafers? Oh, that's a different thing. Oh, that's a different oh. thing. I love yeah. Necco wafers. Oh, yeah. Those are yeah. my favorite super ancient candy. 
that goes along with cupcake uh, candies as well. The NECA wafers. Yeah, but also- that makes sense because Jason, you like that chalky shit. I forgot about that. <laughs> because I, Just... I like the chalky stuff. I'm with Jason on that. But do you guys like Valentine's hearts? Those little candy yes. hearts. Yeah. The yeah. soft ones, though. I think Brock's are the soft ones. Some of the hard ones are just gross. Agree. But you can suck on them. The hard <laughs> you can ones always you can suck. suck. On. All you guys are out here eating Civil War candy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all my shit's freeze dried in a bag, and I just pour hot water on it. Throwback to the original conversation that chicken and rice. I'm definitely just a slut for some classic chicken and rice. Yeah. This question, what are you a slut for, was on Ask Reddit. And I, it reminded me of that conversation, and that's why I put it on here, because I was like, that's hilarious. So that was actually an Ask Reddit question. Great. I remember saying that in front of Taylor Mankle once, and he, like, died laughing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Shout out to oh, Taylor Mankle, man. Oh, my God, yeah. yeah. Hey, he's Still like in a... Fargo? It's probably the no, one person... he's we're... living in Louisville, Kentucky now. Oh, shit. No way. Yeah. Cool, cool. Straight up. He, I think kind of met his gal pal up there working at the same station but they kind of i don't want to speak for her but i think he was saying he didn't really enjoy it long story short i think he's working for united way last i heard in louisville kentucky um living his best life it seems like so shout out to taylor nice. i think he's the one person we could shout out on this show who's actually like maybe a known person yeah if you think about it because he's actually like been on the news and he's like you're right a public figure in some towns yeah. true yeah Okay, do we want to move on to over-under? Let's send it home. All right. Okay, first one, uh, postcards. Um, postcards from Italy. Oh. oh, what was that? Postcards from Italy. Oh, 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 oh. oh. Gangnam style? <laughs> um, that Midwestern thing going on right now. Yeah, underrated for sure. Underrated. Yeah, um, when I'm abroad, I send them to my grandma, and she loves that shit. Mm. I like sending them to myself. I've done that a couple times where I'm like at a place and I'll just like mail back home and then I got this little keepsake sort of. Also, Grandma, in case you're listening to this, which I hope you aren't, um, I didn't mean to say, ah, uh, yeah, she loves that dumb shit. Like when I send her postcards, I meant more like, I meant more like, yeah, my grandma likes it. I like to send her postcards. I like writing a little letter when I'm abroad. <laughs> grandma, if you're listening to this, switch it off now. <laughs> Turn it off. I'll please, put a disclaimer at the beginning. You'll think so much less of me. So, uh, motivational quotes, over underrated. I'm just moving on to the next. Overrated. Just so overrated. Don't hang that shit up in your house. <laughs> overrated. <laughs> I don't care. If it, I don't care if it makes you feel better. Reading that same quote every goddamn day, it's gonna get old. Yeah, I think taking something special and then reading it every day and making it like lose its magic is probably kind of overrated. Mm-hmm. It can be because <clears throat> you know I think if you repeat like a mantra every day. That sort of thing can be really powerful. Get your um, quote from my book. Get your quote from Dune. Read a Dune quote and be like, "This is a quote I like." Don't yeah. don't grab it from Instagram that's been reshared th- with three million views. Be a smart guy like me and read a book for a change. Somewhat related to what Hank said about motivational quotes, this one is having a creed. Is that over underrated? <clears throat> I yeah. don't. I don't think I know what that is. Underrated. It's like what Hank was talking about. Like you have, you know, something that you live by. No, as long as it doesn't affect everyone else. That's underrated. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think most people have that. Folks aren't evaluating their own values so that they can truly levy judgments on. The Rita, world. Why don't you read the next one now? The band Creed. <laughs> overrated. 
<laughs> Probably no. uh, Human Clay had the worst album art I've ever seen of any album ever. Oh, it's straight up. It's And like the <laughs> anyone can Photoshop kind of. It's, it's like 3DS Max was new. And, and they're like, let's make just a silhouette of a person with no texture on it. And then the the one like flat render of a field. And that's it. It's beautiful, it dude. From six feet from the world, and I'm thinking. It, yeah, they also took like the worst um, tone of Kurt Cobain's voice, like the, mm-hmm. and they just <laughs> isolated it. Yeah, they just, like just only sing like that. What's yeah. the dude from Creed that I remember him kind of being fucking shredded? I'm looking at Scott Stapp from uh, Creed right now. Been Scott Stapp shirtless. Actually, if you do that, there's a picture of the whole band without shirts on. Good for Creed. Now I understand why they're so goddamn popular. They look amazing. I mean, not that I'm like necessarily into like the all new metal sort of aesthetic with their like accessories and that guy's tear. Oh my god, they all have bicep tattoos. They um, all have like, but, like sublime arm tats. Oh, absolutely. Basically. They grew up listening to Sugar Ray, or they were <laughs> probably Sugar, Sugar Ray. Ray. Now that they were definitely pierced. Okay, I wanna I wanna do this one last. Uh, over under to send things home mm-hmm. to really send it down the river um i don't know who wrote this but i i like what they're thinking um grabbing geese by the neck and whipping them as far as the eye can see <laughs> who wrote yeah, wait, that is Which, this, a, is this uh, the lighthouse like that? is this is this a reference to the lighthouse Raina did this when she was hanging out in l-town and wants to see how normal we think it is <laughs> that's why she put it in there all I have to say is, if you if you don't think God's real, then why does the hand of a man fit so well around the neck of a goose? <laughs> if a goose attacked me, though, I would whip it. I'd yeah. grab it and whip him as far as the eye can see, for sure. I, yeah, I don't condone, like, obviously, you know, any violence against animals or anything, but I True. have an overwhelming urge to, to whip a goose. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong. Yeah. Oh, my God. You know, if, it, if a goose approaches me in a threatening manner, I'm going to have to grab it by the neck and whip it so I feel safe. And then, you know, there's the swans. They also have those long necks. But in, I don't know if you know this, but all of the swans here belong to the queen. So it's illegal to <laughs> do anything to the swan. Uh, so <laughs> you're picking would... the geese because it's an easier target with less consequences. <laughs> yeah. I, I, say, really... I say fuck the crown. Nah, fuck, fuck them swans. The, fuck the crown. <laughs> I'm just picturing that situation because, like, a swan will probably not fight you for very long. So the, the killing it in self-defense is kind of a hilarious thing to say because, like, there's no way you're going to get more than one punch on that goose and it doesn't try to run away. Yeah. <laughs> so then you're just, yeah. like, yeah. pounding a swan into the ground. If you <laughs> die to one a shot, swan. one kill. Yeah, <laughs> if you die to a swan, that would be fucking unreal. Dude, like if it... you die from a swan, you die in real life. <laughs> yes. But yeah, I would totally whip a goose. So, I Thank you. That makes me feel a lot better about myself. Yeah. You knew, you knew it was snakes, too. Saw a YouTube video. Oh, I've whipped snakes before. Well, not, not whipped snakes, but I remember once in community college, this gal I knew from, like, work study was like, oh, my God come over to my crib there's like a bush outside my place with a bunch of snakes so me and my boy kenny roll up and there's a bunch of gardener snakes i'm like oh okay we'll get these some bitches out of there so you just pick them up and like move them to a different tree it's kind of like whipping snakes that whole situation's hilarious just like it feels like 
I don't know. I have like... a bush full of snakes. Can you come look at it with me? Like, <laughs> yeah. what kind of invitation? It gets worse. They called from inside the van. Like, they pulled up to their home, parking, you know, their little driveways right next to the bush. Yeah. She called from in the car, and she's like, we can't get out. And I'm like, okay, let me tell you, let me give Gardner you some information snake? first before I come over. Right. I was like, whatever snake is in there is not a threat to you. Yeah. You can get out and just walk inside. And we'll be there. And they're like, no, 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 we don't want to come till you get there. So me and Kenny rolled up. Kenny is from Ute, Iowa, or Ricketts, I think, which is so small. It's Ricketts. technically a village. <laughs> yeah. Hang on. Let me, let me, let me do some Googling here. Ricketts. Iowa. <laughs> yeah, Ricketts, Ricketts, Iowa. Yeah, they're, they're whipping snakes hard in Ricketts, Iowa. Again, Everybody has Ricketts in Ricketts, Iowa. <laughs> yeah. And he went to Charter Oak. He went to Charter Oak. He probably did one or two things. Either played chicken on the railroad tracks or or whipped snakes. Yeah. What are the well, other? he definitely grew up whipping snakes, and that's why I brought him with snake cleaning crew. So, there you go. Yeah. It's a good service to get into. Yeah, well, maybe give me his number in case I want to go whip snakes. He'll take you on the whipping tour. <laughs> snake whipping You've heard tour. of the bridges of Madison County? Have you heard of snakes of Madison County? <laughs> Don't even. Great for whipping. It's the Iowa way. It's the Iowa way. That's been Fake Flowers episode two. Thanks for listening. Yeah. See ya. Don't whip. Don't whip geese. <laughs> don't whip or do. geese. We're or not do. cops. See you guys. Love y'all. Later. Yeet.